Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Welcome to Imperfect Parenting Podcast 14. It is still winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we are moving forward as we can. And so we move towards mindfulness once again. And we would love to hear from all of you on Facebook, our Imperfect Parenting podcast comments on our blog, or send us an email or even a little voice message to let us know how you manage the days and your intentions. We also want to say if you like what you're hearing, please press subscribe and see what we've got going each week. Different guests, different comments, different subjects in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, (laughs) Buzzsprout. There are numerous ways that you can get your free recordings and enjoy what we're doing and comment and enjoy the ride with us. So have a good day. Hope you enjoy today's mindful family episode. Today is a solo cast. So I am here with you having a little chat about family mindfulness and how we can help our family, our kids to stay on track with a level of consciousness, awareness and balance uh, during busy times. We are back in school in winter, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, a lot of us, that means getting out of the the groove of, you know, relaxing holiday, whatnot, and a lot of dark, dark days, which creates a bit more stress for moods and energy levels. And as well, you know, people have exams. There's a lot going on at this time. And down under, you may have different weather, but kids are launching into school, things are aligning or not aligning. And again, you have the same issues of work-life balance, both for kids and for ourselves. And the reality is that no matter how conscious we try to be as parents, uh, the awareness that we work on with ourselves, and if we're lucky, we we have the time and the energy to do the same for our kids. It it does happen that we, we get offline. And What happens in these times is we get snappy and grumpy and we're tired. We don't get enough sleep. This is a period when the kids are getting sick as well. For those of us up here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's dark, moody, sicky, over time, you know, getting things sorted with uh, illness. We've had illness here in the house. Ella was sick for 10 days. Fever was for almost half of that quite high and Amidst that, you have to manage things. And as well, it's also, I know that she got sick partly because we've been going through a lot of stress and I was managing it and then something just got out of hand and I uh, didn't find a way to keep the balance for her. And I think she felt that stress. And I think no matter what we intend, it does happen. So one thing that really can help is just each day, starting the day, no matter what craziness is going through our minds when we open our eyes or start to open our eyes, it's coming back to gratitude. And we've talked, I think, in the past, or maybe just in my head, about gratitude and being grateful for what we have, regardless of how 
shit things can be at different times or how grumpy or tired we are is taking that time in the morning before any part of the day starts. Eyes still closed, even if the the day is supposed to be starting, even if it's just three things, taking a moment in bed or in the shower, if that's when you have quiet time. And in your mind, take a moment, what is going on right now? A minimum of three things I'm going to suggest for you (laughs) and for me. And it's thinking about what am I grateful for right now? And it can be that you have a comfortable bed. It can be something really simple. If you can't find something like, I'm grateful for the fact that my husband does laundry sometimes. I'm grateful that we have a roof over our head, even if it's just for the moment. I am grateful for sun after many, many days of not having sun, even though it's cold outside. So it's, but it's finding, it's instead of the even those, it's focusing on what we have. Sunny day, laundry done, and a comfortable bed, (laughs) whatever. Uh, Really taking the time for that. And then from there, taking three deep breaths to just shift what's going. If your mind is buzzing, to calm it down. Allow that water, if you're taking a shower, to sort of rinse off the day before. I really encourage if you're having a hard week or a hard day that before you go to bed to just take, even if it's a 30 second shower, honestly, to just sort of uh, allow it to sort of wash away the day, literally. Uh, A lot of us are saving water and being careful is just more of a symbolic thing. Can Also, you can use your hands to sort of brush away uh, from the, say, your neck, down your shoulder, across your arm and off your hands and sort of really kind of exhale like we're letting go of what's going on and do it on each of your arms down your body down your legs and both sides of your body as well you can do that as well instead of a shower if you're concerned about water don't have time or whatnot and just sort of let go and come back to what's going on so when you're taking that shower in the morning and you've done this moment of gratitude now take a moment for a couple of things, even if it's just one thing, an intention for the day, I am going to do my best to have a good attitude. I am going to turn off my phone as often as I can, or say it, set it aside as often as possible and really give my kids focused attention as often as possible and see what happens in my day. Or Today, I am going to accomplish something I haven't been able to do on other days. Whatever it is, whatever you think will help to relieve some stress, keep you in the moment, have you more conscious, and then work with some of these things with our kids as well. Maybe it's at the breakfast table. You know, we make a point. I like to make a point as often as possible that we're all at mealtime. We try to be together, not running around too much, at least one meal a day, if not two. So dinner time is a good time for us, but sometimes you have activities. So starting the day, at least, with a couple moments where we say, so what are we going to do today? What is today going to be about? Not just about what we do, but I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to not let what people say bother me when they're teasing me about something, if it's kids in school. Or if you have even a small kid, it's, are we, today I said to my daughter, are we going to have a wonderful day? And she said, no. <laughs> and I said, why not? And she says, not ready. 
Okay, so are we going to take the time for ourselves before we start the day? Yes. So it helped us even to get on the right page together, aligning a bit to see where he, she wasn't ready to start the day. She wasn't ready to just jump out of bed and go out into the, the day, even to start breakfast, even to see her dad who'd already been to the gym and was doing work downstairs. So, you know, it's it's finding your own way. For us, doing it in bed is good because she's still small. We're, you know, not rushing off to school and quickly eating breakfast and getting out the door, whatever that is. But taking the time for this is super important. And if there are stresses going on or there are some issues on the table, addressing that, you don't have to get into a big drama about it or go too deep if you've, you know, it's overwhelming for some kids to get too deep on things, uh, depending on what your personal parental philosophies and how you've been doing things. But taking the time to pay attention to what's in the room um, taking time for silence, reading together. I mean, we all have something we'd love to read and often don't get to, even if it's just for a few minutes. It's remembering that small kids often do the things that we bigger kids and adults sort of push aside because we have this, I have to get things done mentality that younger kids don't. So learn by their example. And I try, I hope to continue to remember this. They do need that downtime. My daughter will walk upstairs and I'm thinking it's really inconvenient. Why are you going upstairs right now to, she wants to go to bed. And I notice she doesn't really want to sleep. Most of the time she just wants to decompress. She wants to get a bit of quiet time. And downstairs, the main part of the house, living room, whatever, is not about calmness generally there's things going on so how could we do that for our kids of various ages and for ourselves to keep a level of balance keep a level of mindfulness in our lives are you doing meditation is that something that you believe in if if not I mean, we have from episode uh, 11 we have meditations both for kids and also for parents for some downtime Maybe you have your own thing. Maybe it's a moving meditation. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's just paying attention to what's happening in the room, as we talked about a little bit ago. But something to work with what's happening. Uh, some people do prayer or just some breath work, simple breath work. When you see that your kids or you yourself are stressed is taking some... <sighs> You know, take take three deep breaths and see how the world changes. It is pretty phenomenal what oxygen, silence, and a moment of being present with ourselves and listening to our bodies, what's going on with our bodies. I really look forward to episodes in the future talking about somatic learning in our bodies and as well other ways in which we can connect with ourselves and teach our kids to do the same. Life is full of bumps and unexpected moments. And every day and every week, there's something happening. And if we can teach ourselves and our family how to manage that, whatever version of ideas that we talk about here on the podcast or you find out in the world, explore. Let your kids explore. Do it with them. See 
see what's possible, what could be a tool for the future because our kids are our future and we have this great and wonderful opportunity to give them what they need to move forward in a wonderful way through life. And at the same time, we are reminded of what can help us. So all together, it's a beautiful perfection. Have a imperfect and wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.